Welcome to the Viewmasters, Twin Peaks, episode 19, Masked Ball. My name is Eric. My name is Joe. Hello, Joe. Hello, Eric. How are you? Uh, well, thank you. Good. How are you? I am also doing well. Excellent. Yes. Glad to hear it. Now that we've got the pleasantries out of the way. Of course. Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. <laughs> this is the episode you have been waiting for. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, it very much is. And how was it? Uh, uh, worth the wait. Good dear. <laughs> uh, with this episode, David Duchovny joins the series. Yes. Everyone's favorite sex addict. <laughs> also, he plays one on TV. Oh! Uh, no, but really, I think he did have a sex addiction. Yeah, Fox Mulder? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, no, uh, David Duchovny. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. You sure it wasn't Fox Mulder? I'm free. It might have been Fox Mulder. I know I he know. liked his porn. <laughs> that guy liked his porn. Yeah. Probably. I'm pretty sure they talked about it in the show, like, Did all the time. Really? really? X Files? I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah. I distinctly remember episodes of him just watching porn. I. What? I mean, they wouldn't show it or anything <laughs> like that, but. <laughs> I, I do not remember that in the slightest. And I feel like that's a thing that would have stuck with me. Well, it's a thing that I think stuck with me. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember a goddamn thing about the are cigarette you, smoking man. Are you confusing this with the uh, porn parody, the Triple X files? Nope. No? Nope. Okay. The nope. Sex Files? Nope. No? Okay. Nope. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a thing. All right. All right. <laughs> the thing is, uh, I can't Google it to look it up, because if I were to Google <laughs> Fox Mulder porn, <laughs> I know it would come up. <laughs> and it's not what I'm looking for. Be a little more specific. Yeah. Fox Mulder porn addiction. Porn addiction. <laughs> that would just bring it up on the website pornaddiction.com. <laughs> Also, probably true. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, he's a pretty lady. <laughs> Not really. No? No. I thought he was kind of attractive as a, as a lady. Uh, I don't think so. No? No. I mean, the thing is that he's also not a very attractive man. He is an odd-looking man. Yeah. Yeah. So, by that basis, I, I don't feel that he is... A very attractive woman, either. I, don't, I thought he was, uh, I thought that the long hair, uh, and the bangs worked well with his face. It's the nose. It is, the, the nose is very conspicuous. <clears throat> the nose throws everything out of whack. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, but you know, he wouldn't be David Duchovny without it. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> He'd just be some dick. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He seems to have a good sense of humor about himself. Maybe. Uh, there were, uh, he was a recurring character on the Larry Sanders show. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen any of that. That show is hilarious. So I've heard. I recommend it. Uh, but yeah, he, uh, he plays a version of himself, uh, that is in love with Larry. Nice. And, uh, so it's just really awkward. They're really good friends. Yeah. 
and uh, he's in love with him. Huh. It's pretty great. That's pretty great. Uh, I mean, he definitely seems to have more of a uh, sense of humor about himself than uh, Gillian Anderson ever did. Yeah. Or does. Aww. Or uh, he also has a uh, far more acting ability than uh, she has ever had in her entire life. Fuck you. She is terrible. Not a chance. She is terrible. You are terrible. Nope. We are fighting now. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, uh, you got all giddy because she is now a uh, regular on uh, the next season of Hannibal. Yes. Uh, to which I responded to that, uh, not to you personally, but right. uh, really seriously, fuck. Because <laughs> I do not like her. She's she's pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. She is pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everything else is awful about her. Solid disagreement. Mm. I, I like her very much. I think she is terrible to look at and uh, to uh, she's to, a to watch her act. Terrible actress. She is uh, horrible in interviews. I've never seen any interviews with her. So. Uh, she may also be galactically stupid, uh, and she has the worst English accent that she thinks she has naturally. <laughs> I don't think she thinks she has an English accent. I think so. I yeah. think she does. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, immediately after the X-Files, she moved to England and has been working there for, well, yeah, like, she, ten years. She and, does a uh, lot of, but a lot she's, of PBS prestige <laughs> projects. Uh, she's also done other bullshit, too. Yeah. Uh, but she still has a terrible English accent whenever she tries to affect it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, agree to disagree. All right. But I didn't see her get naked in a movie once, and that was fine. <laughs> and what movie was that? What the fuck was the name of it? Oh, I haven't seen that one. Um, damn it, I can't remember it. I'm sure I can find it. Uh, the her co-star in it is Danny Dyer. Who is that? Uh, he is a British actor, and uh, for some reason there was like a stretch where, like almost in a row, I watched three movies with this guy. Okay, uh, including this one. Uh, which pretty much all roughly had the same plot in which a group of people go to the woods and then something terrible happens. Okay. <laughs> that happens in the woods a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it was that movie with Jillian Anderson where something terrible happens. Okay. Uh, then he was in a movie, I believe, called, uh, fuck, Doghouse. Okay. Which is about a town of uh, ladies that turned into monsters and uh, killed all the men. Okay. Uh, in the woods. Uh, <laughs> Doghouse. Yeah. Okay. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Quite enjoyable. Okay. Uh, and then... Shit, can't remember the other one. Oh, well. But it's about like a company takes its employees out for like a, you know... Like a team building weekend, and then, uh, you know, it's in a cabin in the woods, and then terrible things happen. Okay. <laughs> Is it called Something Terrible? No. Is it an adaptation of the Dean Troop autobiographical comic? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, like, I watched three movies with that dude. Interesting. All pretty much have. Not on purpose? Not on purpose. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Didn't even know he was in, like, two of them. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask you something, and I don't remember Something what about uh, Gillian Anderson being awful? It was not about Gillian Anderson being awful, because okay. I disagree. All right. Uh, something about David Duchovny being all right? 
No, I like David Duchovny. I like David Duchovny yeah. just fine. He's, he's good. I got no he problems was, with him. He was good on this show. Yes, he was. In his, his brief role in this yeah. episode. As Dennis slash Denise. Yep. I forget. Byron. Byron? last name. Byron? Dennis uh, Bryson. Bryson. Yes, Bryson. I think that is what it is. Bryce Larson. Bryce Larson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's cool. He, uh, he plays the... Uh, DEA agent yeah. who has come to Twin Peaks uh, as part of the investigation into Agent Cooper's supposed theft of a bunch of narcotics. Yep. And uh, he and Cooper are old friends. He is on uh, Agent Cooper's side, so so that's nice. Yeah. Uh, they're not adversaries. That is nice. I yeah. mean, uh, you don't want to uh, transvestite as your adversary. No? No. Why not? It's, I think, just... Uh, General, best to be on the side of a transvestite. Wouldn't it? What? <laughs> just in general. I don't. I don't understand why. Just don't be adversarial with the transvestite. Why are you going to be adversarial with anybody? Well, because some people are just assholes. Yeah. And deserve to be adversaries. <laughs> I don't understand what makes being adversarial. With the transvestite, uh, any worse than being adversarial with someone else? Just uh, you know, in just, general. Just, just, just general. like I mean, so this is based on nothing at all. Nothing at all. Never saying. even met a transvestite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so is is he is a transvestite and a crossdresser the same thing? I think so. Okay. Or I, I don't. I'm always confused. Yeah. When we get into this, uh, the, uh, the, the trans prefix. Yeah. You know, as far as, uh, you know, I don't, cause I don't know if it's a sexual thing on top of it yeah. or, like, is he gay, but he likes to dress up like a woman? Yeah. Or is he straight, but just likes to dress up like a woman? Yeah. I, I never know. That situation. Right. Or is it, uh, you know, I mean, I know transgender is when you have physically switched yeah. from one sex to the other. Yeah, you're, yeah, you identify as the right as the chosen sex. Right. So, yeah, so does he identify as yeah. a woman? I mean, uh, according to the show, it's apparently a recent revelation for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so if he is identifying, he hasn't had the time to, you know, make the change yet. Right. Right. But yeah, he is having people call him Denise. Sure. Uh, he does sort of seem into the sheriff a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He dances pretty closely with Andy. Yeah, well, who wouldn't? The episode. That's true. He's a cuddle bear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. I, I, ne- I can never remember. I don't know what the, yeah. what the specifics are. It doesn't matter. It's David Duchovny in a wig and a dress. Exactly. He's a pretty lady. He's, in my opinion. He's a... And Jillian Anderson is wonderful. He is a handsome woman. <laughs> and Jillian Anderson is always pleasant to look at. <laughs> we end on a positive note. All right, we'll see you guys later. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> no, seriously, there's other stuff that happens, but I it's guess. Not, not really of notes. <laughs> Major Briggs disappeared at the end of the previous episode in a flash of light. Yep. We get a little bit about that. Right. Uh, apparently his first name. Yeah. Garland. I forgot that we learned that. 
because when she kept saying that garland disappears, yeah, I was honestly thinking of like Christmas garland, <laughs> and there was some shenanigans at the police station getting ready to celebrate Christmas. That shit does just sort of tend to disappear. You just got to remember where you placed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but apparently, no, it's uh, Major Briggs' first name. Which apparently he has a habit of disappearing. Yeah. Which, he's a he's a uh, government man. Sure. Makes sort, of, sort of makes sense. Top secret. Yeah. Classified information. Yeah. Yeah. But Agent Cooper does not think that this is that. Nope. Thinks it's something else. But he will not say what. Nope. Aliens. It's probably aliens. That's why. Yeah. That's why David Duchovny's here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that Denise Bryson is actually Fox Mulder undercover? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad he left his dead weight at home. <laughs> Scully. This is pre-Scully. Okay. This is if he had a partner before. <laughs> Ooh, that'd be fun to find out. Did Maybe he have any partners before know. Scully? Hmm. I don't know either. I, I don't remember my X Files lore that well. Yeah, I don't just remember his porn addiction. I don't <laughs> think that he did have any other partners or a porn addiction. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I think he had that for sure. But listeners, if you know differently, let us know. I also, re- feel free to weigh in on the porn addiction issue because <laughs> <laughs> that is that is an open topic. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we are both interested in finding out the. The truth about. <laughs> oh, I can definitively say that Bruce Campbell played the devil. Yeah. Okay. That's a pretty, pretty solid statement. All right. <laughs> My favorite episode of the X Files. Yeah, that one's pretty great. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so there's a brief mention of of the major's disappearance. Yep. Um, there's some stuff with Bobby riding a motorcycle. Yeah. Not Bobby. Uh, James. James. Riding a motorcycle a lot. Uh, too much. <laughs> too much. Yeah. Far too much. The episode opens, so you know how the credits of the show are long to begin with. Uh-huh. And then the show opens with an extended scene <laughs> of James just riding his motorcycle while more credits play. There were a lot of guest stars in this episode. There were. <laughs> We had probably a total of five minutes worth of credits. It seemed like it, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I think mostly what uh, did not help was uh, the fact that it was James on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And the worst music ever. It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, that's saying something for this show. Yeah. <laughs> which consistently has horrible music. Yeah. Well, that seems to be James's theme song, <laughs> whatever that music was. <laughs> Jingly guitar. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Jingly arrhythmic guitar. That's right. Twin Peaks. Uh, uh, then he winds up in a bar and. Flirting? Yeah, there's some lady there whose yeah. husband is out of town. Right. Her car needs fixed. Yeah. And, and, uh, and she decided that. James is the man to do it. Yeah. And then invites him to stay at her house, him and his sweater. Yeah. Yeah, so James is the least threatening person on a motorcycle <laughs> in the history of, of motorcycle enthusiasts. 
Yes. <laughs> like, y you get that he's supposed to be, like, this tortured soul. Right. And he just looks ridiculous. Yeah. Fonzie is a more tortured soul than yeah. James is. I, I, I think that Fonzie could kick more ass uh -huh. than James could, for hey, sure. Yep. Uh, yeah, James is awful. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that maybe we wouldn't see him for a while. Yeah. Or, you know, he would go away, find whatever, and then he'd come back and, uh, you know, he would talk about his, his journey and what he experienced. I was hoping that we would not go on him with that. Yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're right along with him. That's unfortunate. You know, the, the show should just stay in Twin Peaks. It really should. Anything that happens outside of Twin Peaks should not be on the show. Nope. Null and void. Yeah. Unless Agent Cooper is involved, in which case, let's go to one eye Jack. Sure, yeah. Because that's not in Twin Peaks. Right. But yeah. I agree. Uh, so yeah, James stuff. Uh, Nadine stuff. Nadine stuff. A lot of Nadine stuff. Yeah. Uh, schoolgirl Nadine. Yep. <laughs> she is, uh, uh, she's uh, getting ready to cheat on Big Ed. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? She's in high school. Yeah. Live kids it up. In, kids in high school make bad choices. That is also true. So, yeah, live it up. I mean, I didn't. No. No, of course I didn't. I just got somewhere. I was going to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's pretty much all I did in high school. It's pretty much all I'm doing now. <laughs> it hasn't stopped. High school is awesome. <laughs> oh, I mean, I wish I was in high school. To at least yeah. justify the horrible decisions I'm making in my life and uh, <laughs> the fact that I can barely take care of myself but think I can. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing fine. Uh, fine is relative. You're, you're doing better. <laughs> Let's go, go with that. I am, I am doing. <laughs> That's pretty much all it comes down to. All right. That's fair. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. Nadine's in high school. And uh trying to pick up boys. Yep. <laughs> and uh and she does so by going into the weight room uh and then doing leg presses with six hundred pounds of weight. Yep. Uh and and when the coach sees her doing that, he recruits her for the wrestling team. Yep. So that should be fun. Wackiness should ensue. Yeah. Is what my guess is. There is a lot of wackiness in this episode. There is, yeah. There's shenanigans with uh I mean, shenanigans really the best way to describe it. With Andy and Dick. Yeah. And, uh, Dick's little brother right. person. Yeah. He's like part of a big brother program. And, uh. That I'm guessing that he's actually not. Yeah, I'm pretty. Uh, it, I get the impression that he just kidnapped that kid. Yeah. <laughs> that kid is only there to make him look good in front of Lucy. Right. Who's not even around yep. in this episode. Because she is busy helping to prepare for a wedding. Yeah. Not with, her wedding. Not her wedding. A uh, different wedding. A wedding of uh, uh, the newspaper publisher, who was also the brother of the mayor. Yeah. Who were, I believe, seen for the first time in the previous episode bickering at uh, Maddie's uh, funeral. Yeah. Or, well, at Leland's. Leland's funeral. Leland's wake. Wake, yeah. Reception, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh... They introduced those two characters to take the place of Maddie and Leland's, because they had openings in the roster. You know what? We've got... We need to get a couple new characters in here. We're going to lose this uh, uh, young, attractive woman. 
uh, and uh, and Ray Weiss. Right. It was spectacular. Who should we replace them with? How about uh, two old Jewish guys? Okay. Yeah. That sounds, can we get the two guys from Trading Places? Because <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Unfortunately, they're dead. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm happy that they're there. Yeah. They're fun. They're, they are fun. Uh, let's see what else happens. Uh, there, there's stuff with... Uh, um, what's her name at the double R? Oh, Norma. Norma. Yeah, there's some brief stuff with her. Yeah. That ultimately doesn't really amount to anything. Nope. Uh, her, her husband, the con... Is uh, still doing con stuff. Mm-hmm. He uh, has a confrontation with uh, a confrontation uh-huh. <laughs> with uh, Ben Horn. Tell him Ben Horn is uh, out of the hooker business. That's right. So, so Ben Horn has now lost Ghostwood. Yep. Uh, and the mill. Yep. To uh, um, Catherine Catherine Martell, and uh, and has now been kicked out of owning. One-eyed Jacks yep. by uh, by the professional Jacques Renault. Jacques Renault. Jean. Jean Renault. Jacques Renault is dead. That's right. That's right. Uh, it's weird. Uh, right when uh, you uh, came over tonight, I was uh, watching a movie with uh, the actor that plays uh, Jean Renault. Really? Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Anyway, what a coincidence? Yeah. And that movie's from like the seventies. Uh, seventy-nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's been around a while. Crazy. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so yeah, Ben Horn uh, is, I think, at his best in this episode. Yeah, because he's just crazed. He's uh, losing it. Yeah, which uh, yeah makes for some uh, some compelling uh, character work. Yeah, uh, more than uh, he's had previous, uh, where he's mostly just had a sleazy and creepy. Mm-hmm. Smoking his cigars. Yeah. And this one, he's desperate and crazy and smoking his cigar. Yeah. <laughs> so I look forward to seeing where that goes. That'll be interesting. Uh, we do get some on uh, some movement with Catherine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josie returned in the last episode. Uh, so she's uh, back, and uh, she, she gives sort of her origin story to, to the sheriff. And uh, I guess later recounts it to Catherine. Uh, Catherine tells her that, uh, well, they're gonna come up to with a plan, and the plan involves basically Josie becoming her slave. Yeah. Yeah, the racial politics of that scene are a little weird. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but we get introduced to, uh, a character that we believed was dead. Yeah. A character that we actually haven't met up until this point because he was dead. Laura Palmer. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Josie's husband, Andrew Packard. Yes. Catherine's brother. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, he, he, uh, comes back. Uh, apparently he has been faking his death. Yeah. And, uh, they're using Josie as, uh, bait to, to do something. To try and catch the, uh, the people who tried to kill him? Yeah, I guess. That's what I think happened? Something. Because yeah. Josie works for some guy. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I didn't really follow all of it. Not really. But I think that's what it is. Yeah. 
But uh, that guy showed up, and I was like, who was that guy? And I looked him up on uh, the IMDb. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was in RoboCop. Yeah. Uh, one and two. Ooh. Uh, now he's in the second one. Oh, he yeah. the first one before. He, he plays the uh, plays the uh, the head of OCP. Okay. Yeah. You know me. He's the old man. <laughs> uh, and also, the father of the Mountie from the uh, previous episode. Really? Yep. Like, for real? For real. Crazy. Yep. He's he's Brad's father from Superman 3? Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you think when they hired him to play Josie's husband, he was like, look, my son is not... He's not doing great. <laughs> Did you guys see Superman 3? <laughs> so you sort of know what he's got to work with. Can we make room for him, even if just for one episode... They're like, okay, we can do that. Could be. Maybe it was the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Brad from Superman 3 is like, listen, my dad, he's old. Yeah. He's, he's not getting a lot of work lately. Did, did you see RoboCop? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I know he was in RoboCop 2, but yeah. you can't blame that on him. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out they really fucked over Frank Miller's script. <laughs> You know who Frank Miller is, right? Hey, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. That's a Batman comic. <laughs> I was in a Superman movie. I was in a Superman movie. Yeah. I'm good friends with Batman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Alice, if you could just cut him a break. You know, he doesn't want to admit it, but he needs help. He's getting up there. <laughs> I mean, you played the old man, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, He doesn't have much longer. Left. Yeah, he's being kind of typecast <laughs> as, as an old man. <laughs> I mean, he is an old man, but it's just, it's not going well for him. No. <laughs> and scene. <sighs> so, yeah. All right. <laughs> It was all right. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Oh, we got we got another return, sort of, of uh, oh, that's right. Gordon Cole. Yes. <laughs> voiced by David Lynch. Yes, that was spectacular. It was spectacular. That was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, it was because he is uncredited. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, he uh, he uh, calls Agent Cooper from wherever he is. Yep. To just voice his support. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's pretty great. Uh, I, I really wish... I hope he comes back some more. Me too. I really do. Well, Agent Cooper, if he stands trial, he's going to need some character witnesses. That is, that is also true. So let's get get him and that get Albert. will be hilarious. Yes. To see Gordon Cole in a courtroom <laughs> answering questions. <laughs> And and Albert and Albert you need yeah. to get him in there. Heck yeah, yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome. So yeah, that was that one. Yeah. Uh, anything else worthy? Anything else worth talking about? I did. Uh, I I discovered today that there was a novel that came out uh, between seasons one and two oh. of Twin Peaks. Uh, called The Secret Diary of Laura Palmer, oh. which is Laura's secret diary. Oh, this makes sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
And I was reading a little about it. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah? Yeah. You going to find a copy? Check it out? I might. Yeah? Yeah. Whoa. I guess they reprinted it somewhat recently. Okay. So uh, so it's readily available. Nice. So yeah, well, I might track it down. Let us know. I'm in the midst of trying to track down the uh, Staying Alive Choose Your Own Adventure novel. <laughs> Truly your quest is, is much more perilous than mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I like an e-reader. Uh-huh. Uh, and it occurs to me that Choose Your Own Adventure novels probably don't work at all on those. So oh, it's yeah. all about flipping through pages. Well, I mean, but you can pull up the thumbnails and go to those pages. What a pain in the ass. Uh, is it any more or less a pain in the ass than physically flipping through pages? It is more. Okay. <laughs> in my opinion. All right. I'm, I'm so. kind of curious to find out if, uh, you know, like uh, the Kindle has any uh, Choose Your Own Adventure books. I'll take a look at that. All right. Yeah. Well, let us know about that as well. I will report back my with my Secret Diary of Laura Palmer and ebook Choose Your Own Adventure findings. Fantastic. Because <laughs> I know that's what our listeners are tuning in for. Sure. I mean, it can't just be for the great conversation. It's true. In these in-depth reviews. There's none of that. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. All right. Oh, I do want to say one thing. Yes. That uh, uh, Jack Nance in this episode gives a fantastic performance as the hapless guy stuck at the wedding. Which one is he? He plays Pete Martell. Oh, yes. <laughs> he is in this he, episode for maybe 30 seconds total. Yeah. He might be my favorite character on the show. I, he's like, definitely I, up there. I love Agent Cooper. Yeah. But I think that Pete Martell might be my favorite. Definitely top five for me. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he just has no interest in being there. Nope. <laughs> and it's spectacular. <laughs> He's stuck at a table with the mayor and log lady. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was awesome. That's all I had to say. Good call pointing that out. All right. (laughs) All right. uh, Next week. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to The Viewmasters. You can subscribe to the show directly at view.guttertrash.net or at iTunes and leave us a review. Visit view.guttertrash.net for email information and links to Facebook and Twitter. We'll see you next time on The Viewmasters. Masters.